0: Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes, brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I am your host, Eric Fudom Chief Operating Officer here at Prestige PEO. Excited for our episode today, but before I do, and before we get into our 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 subject matter at hand, I really wanted to thank everyone um, for all their comments and um, and ideas for the podcast. Um, I've been receiving a lot of, of feedback, and you know when we look at all our subscribers and who's you know downloading episodes for the podcast, it, it's staggering how much interest there is in the guests that we have bring bringing on. So I wanted mm-hmm. to thank everyone. Um, I want to um, ask everyone all as well, please keep all. Those questions and comments and anything feedback that you have, because I really look forward to hearing from it from you. Um, that being said, let's get back to our episode at hand here and our subject today. We are joined by Catherine Heviside, President of Epic Five Public Relations. I'm excited for Catherine to be here. Um, PR is obviously a hot topic in today's um, world with everything that is going on. So to hear Catherine's perspective and how she's handling certain situations I think is going to be very um, very important for, for for our listeners to hear. To give a little um, background on, on Catherine, Catherine has been named uh, Long, one of Long Island's top influentials um, by Long Island Business News. She is a leader in the field of public relations. She provides counsel to hundreds of current and former customers throughout the New York metropolitan area. She's a great communicator and strategist. She's also been named one of New York uh, State's Women of Distinction. Um, Catherine was honored by Women on the Job. She's a recipient of Promote Long Island Spirit of Long Island Award for Entrepreneurship. I can go on and on here, um, but you can see how how valuable uh, Catherine is and, and we're excited to have her here. How, how are you, Catherine?
1: I am fine, Eric, and I'm so happy to be here. Great, um, we are... I know the important services that your firm provides to so many companies, and uh, uh, if I can in any way contribute to aiding them, that would be my pleasure.
0: I know you can, and I look forward to what you know. your, your expertise will enable our audience. So um, on that note, we are going to get right to it. Um, Catherine, if you can just give a quick summary of what exactly you do for your clients. You've been doing this for a long time. You know how this works and explain a little bit to our audience what how public relations works.
1: Eric, public relations is really about building reputations and preserving That's why at this particular time, we really focus on preserving those reputations uh, because when a crisis strikes, uh, these days, uh, exec- executives and business owners are as likely to call their public relations firms as their lawyers, because miscommunication can really damage a company, and it can ruin a company's reputation in a matter of, in, in a matter of minutes. So um, I'm really pleased with what, you know what we've been able to do now and. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, really share it with uh, the people here on the on the podcast. Well,
0: and 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 of course we appreciate that. Do you do you feel like this is one of your most challenging times in your career in in dealing with your clients and and the situations that might arise with them?
1: Well, we handle all kinds of issues. You know, everything from product tampering to uh, corporate malfeasance to um, employees who. Uh, have done damage to the workplace, but never, I think this is a once in a generation event. I mean, I think the COVID-19 has changed how business is done. And you add to that George Floyd's death and the economic stress that people are feeling, uh, both for their uh, businesses and for their own livelihoods, it's easy to understand why communication, clear and inspiring communication is really central to moving people to a better place. I mean, we are slowly coming back to what uh, I would say is the next normal. It may not be forever, but this is an unsteady phase, and I think we need to really communicate strategic changes, and uh, help people who are really uh, rattled by what's happening. Believe that there is a future, and it's a better future.
0: Yeah, so you're so, you're seeing a lot of, I don't want to say panic, but you're seeing a lot of, you know, workforces that are really unsure of, of what to do.
1: Yeah, and for the first time, I'm seeing that now perhaps uh, – In the past, very often, we were communicating through the media to the public or to public officials or to customers, 70% of all communication resources are now being spent toward employee engagement. Uh, We know that if we are going to have effective employees, uh, we really have to make sure that we take care of them and it's called, you know, an employee's first attitude and and there is a shift. So anything, any communication to a employee to make it clear that their well being is one of our top priorities. So, uh, I had a. Oh, sorry,
0: no, no, no. So you're talking about again, you're, you're bringing back communication and how important it is. If, if a company gets mm-hmm. into a, a really bad situation, they need to have negative. You know, something negative happens. You, you know, one mm-hmm. of the things that we're talking about is making sure that employees first, right? Employees are communicated yes. first, or or right away, or something like yes. that effect, yes. right?
1: Yes, you don't want an employee to read something in the paper before they're told by their supervisor. So, you know, I think that has always been particularly true now, and uh, that uh, we have always, uh, for our clients that are ongoing clients, we always uh, put together what we call the crisis management plan, in which case everyone knows their role. They know who gets called when. And uh, I think this past weekend there was a store that uh, I will leave nameless, but uh, there was a shooting near the store. The manager inside the store, Couldn't lock the door because, according to the protocols of the store, uh, they weren't permitted to lock the door. Now, uh, in a crisis management plan, that would have been laid out, and they could have done that. So it empowers employees to do the right thing at the right time. So I think that we're we're really dealing with uh, kind of a wake-up call for all of us. To this is perhaps the Biggest issue we will face in our business, but even before that, in a five-year period, you could expect that there would be a crisis that would impact your company if it wasn't if it wasn't handled correctly. Now, one in five is not great odds when when you've got something serious. So, yeah, I think the other thing is that uh, we all need to, you know, pick up the reins of leadership in our organization, even if we only have four people working for us, we need to make sure that when we speak to, we speak to them often, we, if we can see them in person or see them on video, and really uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, it's not a uh, secret that some of the greatest uh, historic figures uh, in the presidency, we're called
0: the great communicators. Yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, and it's funny we've we've had you know a number of podcasts now, a number of guests kind of echo the same uh, sentiment in terms of communication, communication, communication. I, I think that is real, and we can we can expand on that in a second. What I wanted to just uh, ask you was, if you, you know having knowing that we're going to have one, you know, in essence, crisis like every five years and that crisis could be something that Mm -hmm. potentially is a pandemic or who knows what that is. Right. And that's the, that's the problem, right? We don't even know what that could be. It's in it's in a company's best interest really to have a crisis management plan as you were alluding to before. Right. And in that example, if that plan had been updated appropriately, maybe, and as you were saying, empowering employees, maybe that employee would have been able to lock the door, and yeah. we could have prevented that, that catastrophe. Is that, is that
1: fair? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, and although we all can see that it seems like there are more crises these days, the reason is, is there are, but also that there are more lawyers, there are more lawsuits, there's more media, it's 24 hours a day now, and there's a more unforgiving public. So uh, what might have been accepted as just an accident in the past is now uh, it becomes elevated and it could be very costly for a company, uh, in some cases, even to the point of it having to close its doors.
0: Very serious. Yes,
1: I mean, yes, I mean, we have represented um, you know, eighteen. Yeah, there was a radiological practice where there were eighteen locations, and one doctor took some data, which caused uh, tremendous cost to the to the practice to the point where they actually had to close their doors. And other clients have had other problems, uh, both large and small. I recently with a client of ours during a circulation scandal. Uh, there have been other clients, small companies, that have actually done the right thing and thrived. They've increased their market share because they did the right thing. And it was judged as being a company that was uh, particularly expensive to the community.
0: Yeah. So, so I think you, you bring up something pretty, pretty interesting there. Um, while something negative might happen in your organization, um, you can potentially, if you do the right things um, and have the right approach, you can make that a positive experience to um, you, the external community and increase market share. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really interesting. I'm- so, so I think I think for our listeners, we really want to make sure that. You know, if you're a business owner, if you're, you know, if you work for a company, um, a large company or small company, um, you you just want to be aware of. Things that you need to consider when something goes negative and how that might affect. um, Your, your community um, that you that you live in, right? Can you explain um, a term that I know we spoke about before in terms of rethink everything as a communication strategy? How, How should our. Listeners think about. these types of communication strategies?
1: Well, it's become apparent that social media has a large component. After this is slowed for a bit, it's important to really see what can we have learned, what did we learn from this period? I think it's obvious that we've learned that some people can be effective by working off site, but we've also learned that Business can be lost for for reasons that we can't always control. And we have to look for new ways uh, to attract more business. We're not, we're never uh, going to be completely satisfied with how our communications work. But we do need to rethink, uh, you know, what is working, what isn't working, what do the people who buy from us, Sell to us, our, our customers, our clients, our employees, uh, perhaps our public officials need to hear from us moving forward. And, and how are we going to reach out to them? It's interesting to me that recently we did a test, and while most people are communicating by email and by uh, social media, uh, when we sent out personal letters that actually arrived to the mailbox, it was very well received and it was very uh, effective in communicating something that was important to a client. So uh, we really have to do, uh, recognize too that communications is a two-way street. Yeah. We, we need to monitor how people who work for us are feeling and really encourage dialogue, you know, both person to person and also uh, with our technology digital platforms have been really good tools uh to, to for measuring how people are feeling sometimes people are more comfortable responding to us through uh an email or through even a a internal uh internal um website so i think we need to look at everything we're doing and really uh Say what can we? What can we? How do we benefit from this?
0: Again, I bring up as a, a if you're if you own a business or, y- y- you know, you're somehow you know involved in, you know, externally you know kind of running some type of business. I think you need to be just be alert and understand that mm-hmm. that that communication. I think you said it very well. Is a two-way street, and uh, if something happens negatively, and it can happen negatively. You just need to understand what you want to do and how that approach and how serious it is. And, you know, sometimes it could get as serious where you need to reach out to someone like Catherine, who can kind of steer you in that direction. She's been doing it for many, many years. Catherine, I want to uh, thank you for, for your expertise here. Um, if you don't mind, we're going to have you back for another episode because I want to really drill down on some more current events that I think will really benefit our listeners. Um, does that sound good to you?
1: It
0: sounds wonderful, Eric. I enjoyed this. Awesome. Awesome. Um, for those of you who do want to reach out to Catherine and who, and uh, have some questions that she might be able to help you with, please feel free to email her at kheaviside, K-H-E-A-V-I-S-I-D-E at EPIC5.com. EPIC5 is E-P-O-C-H-5, EPIC5.com. Um, And of course, you always want to listen to more HRN15, don't you? So if you do, all you got to do is hit HRN15.com and you can get all your episodes right on your computer, laptop, mobile device. So on that note, everyone have a wonderful day and thank you so much. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit PrestigePEO.com.